Introduction to Peacemaking Forgiveness, Making Amends, and Reconciliation The next three lessons of Re-Engage work together to help you understand what the Bible teaches about peacemaking and how to practice peacemaking principles with your spouse. Even if you are not yet ready to reconcile with your spouse, the principles you learn in these lessons will have lifelong effects in your relationships with God and others. You will be introduced to the three stages of biblical peacemaking one at a time. Forgiveness, making amends, and reconciliation. The Peacemaking Process Stage 1. Forgiveness, covered in Lesson 6, meaning to give up all claim on account of a debt or obligation. This is between you and God. Stage 2. Making amends, covered in Lesson 7, meaning reparation or payment for a loss, damage, or injury of any kind, to pay back. This is from you to your spouse. And Stage 3. Reconciliation, covered in Lesson 8, meaning to settle, resolve, bring to agreement. This is for you and your spouse together. Be patient as you learn new things and begin to practice these principles. It will feel unnatural at first, like when you learn to ride a bike. You may feel off balance or experience some bumps at first. Simply commit to practicing what you learn and take one issue at a time. If you get stuck, reach out to your leaders for help. As you do this, God will continue to remove barriers to oneness in your relationship with Him and with your spouse. Lesson 6 is Forgiveness A couple quotes that reflect this lesson are Ephesians 4 verse 32, which says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And C.S. Lewis said, To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable, because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. As two married sinners, it is a certainty that you will hurt each other. Some wounds may go so deep that making up for the harms you cause or the harms you suffer may seem impossible. Therefore, forgiveness is essential to the health of your marriage, even to its survival. God wants you to be able to love each other freely, unhindered by the influence and effects of sin in your marriage. Through Christ, God made a path to overcome the relational damage caused by sin. No matter what has occurred, peace is possible. Forgiveness is the first stage of this peacemaking process. In fact, forgiveness is a command to those who claim to know God. Colossians 3 verse 12 to 13 says, Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. You will gain hope for peace and move toward freedom as you learn to forgive your spouse as God forgave you. What forgiveness is not you may cringe at the thought of forgiving your spouse for a particular sin or simply not know how to do it. Forgiveness is hard for many reasons, but sometimes it is hard because you don't fully understand biblical forgiveness. Here is what biblical forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not condoning, dismissing, excusing, or enabling sin. Forgiving someone doesn't dismiss what that person did. 
Forgiveness simply means that person doesn't owe you anything for the harm you suffered. Sin is never okay. Sin is so serious that Christ died to pay for it. With God, there are no excuses for sin. Every sin will be judged by God. Hebrews 4 verse 13 says, And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgive and forget is a common saying, but in reality, you need to honestly acknowledge the offense and the damage it has caused to truly forgive the offender. Forgiveness is not a feeling or a conditional. If you wait until you feel like forgiving, you may never do it. Forgiveness is a decision to entrust justice to God, even when your spouse denies sin or repeats it. Matthew 18 verse 21 to 22 says, Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Hurts, fears, and frustrations may linger after forgiveness, but you can choose forgiveness regardless of how you feel or your spouse responds. Forgiveness is not making amends or reconciling. Forgiveness is between you and God, independent of your spouse. Making amends is repairing the damage of your sin against your spouse. One way, me to you. While reconciliation is when both agree that all is settled. Two way. So you can forgive a sin against you and make amends for your own sins, yet remain unreconciled if the other person will not recognize or turn from his or her sins. Forgiveness is not just about the person who hurt you. Forgiveness is also about you trusting God. The one who hurt you might not ever do anything to make up for the harm caused or even acknowledge the wrong. But the longer you hold on to the hurt, the more that wound will affect your relationship with that person, with others, and with God. Ephesians 4 verse 31 to 32 says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Take time to answer this question. Question 1. Which of these misunderstandings have affected your ability to forgive your spouse? Give an example. Sin creates relational debt. Sometimes it is not misunderstandings that hinder forgiveness, but feelings of injustice. God placed in all of us a sense of justice that demands balance. Sin in marriage creates debt, imbalance, in your relationship with your spouse. When wronged, you may feel owed an apology and try to punish or repay the harm done to you to get even. Though you may disagree about what can right the relationship, the work to rebalance the debt caused by sin is peacemaking. Biblical peacemaking includes forgiveness, meaning to give up all claim on account of a debt or obligation. Making amends, meaning reparation or payment for a loss, damage, or injury of any kind, to pay back. And reconciliation, meaning to settle, resolve, and bring to agreement. Answer this question. Question 2. When have you tried to punish or get even with your spouse?
Understanding Biblical Forgiveness The best way to understand biblical forgiveness is to revisit how God forgives sin. Recall that God's holy nature does not allow Him to excuse or dismiss any sin, but requires payment for every sin. Romans 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Jesus offered His sinless life to provide justice for sins, paying the debt of sins with God forever. God forgives people willing to receive Christ's payment for their sins by transferring His demand for justice from them to the cross. Christ's blood fully settles a Christian's debt with God. Romans 8 verses 3 and 4 says, Sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin, God condemns sin in the flesh so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Those who reject Christ's offering will not be forgiven, but will face God's wrath as payment for their sins. 2 Thessalonians 1 verses 7 to 9 says, The Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction, away from the presence of the Lord. There will be no injustice with God. Just as you can trust Christ's blood as sufficient payment for the debt of your own sins, you can also trust God to fully collect the debt of sins against you, including the sins of your spouse. God will fully avenge every harsh word thrown at you, every selfish act and abandonment that injures you, along with every other harm you suffer. Biblical forgiveness is not dismissing sins against you. God doesn't dismiss them. It is entrusting God for justice on your behalf. Answer this question. Question 3. 1 John 2 verse 2 says, Christ is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. The Net Bible defines propitiation as atoning sacrifice, turning aside divine wrath, and the cleansing from sin. If Christ's blood is enough to avenge the debt of all your sins to satisfy a holy God, can you accept Christ's blood as enough to pay the debt of sins against you? Why or why not? Forgiveness matters to God. Forgiveness is both frightening and freeing. It is frightening because you can no longer use that sin against you to protect yourself from future injury, justify your actions, stay distant in the relationship, or exercise power over your spouse. Forgiveness makes it God's debt to collect and sets Him as your protector and justifier. Romans 12 verse 19 says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. Forgiveness also frees you to love despite your wounds. No longer is your relationship directed by pain, but by Christ's sacrifice and God's love for sinners. If it is hard to surrender to God the hold you have over your spouse caused by his or her sin, consider this. What if God forgave you like you forgive your spouse? Matthew 6 verse 12 says, And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Through the cross, God provides justice and offers you forgiveness for all sins throughout your life, even sins of which you are unaware, and sins against your spouse. Forgiving your spouse is a big deal to God because He went through a lot to offer you forgiveness.
Answer this question. Question 4. Has it been difficult to forgive your spouse for a specific offense against you? Why? Finally, realize that forgiveness isn't always a one-time decision. As lingering pain, anger, or new revelations arise, you may need to surrender a debt to God that you've reclaimed, or a hurt you didn't realize when you first forgave. Let these moments remind you of the cross and Christ's offer of forgiveness to your spouse. If you don't know how to forgive, the following prayer can help you. Free, F-R-E-E. -E. Face the truth of sins against you and grieve the hurt. Release your wounds to God and ask for healing. Entrust your claims for justice to God. Exalt God for offering peace through Christ to all. God can free you from the burden of sins against you, like he freed you from the burden of your own sins. Forgiveness Prayer, F-R-E-E, -E, which comes from Regeneration Recovery. Dear God, I am facing the truth of how I have been hurt by. List the offense. I know you are aware of my suffering and care about my pain. Please heal me. I am releasing my wounds to you. Your judgments are perfect. You want all of us to repent of sin to receive forgiveness through Christ. So, I choose to forgive. Name. I entrust my claims for justice to you. I surrender my rights for apologies, paybacks, bitterness, or using this sin to my advantage. These debts are now yours. Your justice for sin is perfect. I accept it as my own. Jesus, I exalt you for becoming a peace offering to the world, especially me and the one who hurt me. Help me love name with your love by your strength. Here are three action items that go along with this lesson. One, before coming to group, discuss your answers with your spouse. Two, think about harms you suffered from your spouse that you have had a hard time forgiving and write two of them. Reference your answer to question 4 if necessary. 3. Examine the two wounds written and pray the forgiveness prayer for these sins against you. If you have nothing to forgive your spouse, write down an injustice you've suffered from someone else and pray the forgiveness prayer. The prayer of the week is, God, help me to forgive my spouse like you forgave me. The Truth About Marriage one lie we believe is, if my spouse never acknowledges his or her sin, I can't forgive the offense. But the truth is, forgiveness is an act of the will between you and God alone. It does not depend upon your spouse's willingness or ability to turn from sin. Forgiving your spouse doesn't mean that he or she is no longer on the hook for sin or that your relationship is restored. Forgiveness is transferring your demands for justice to God for him to execute justice in his time and way. When you trust God to avenge a wrong against you, it frees you from the power of that sin to see your spouse through God's eyes, rather than through the fog of sin, and to respond to your spouse out of God's love, rather than out of pain or resentment. For additional resources on this lesson, see reengage.org slash forgiveness.